You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Today's episode, man, it's a fun one. We're getting real. We're talking about feminism. We're talking about dating double standards when it comes to men and women. We're talking about the new modern woman and what she wants and what she's thinking. And this is all done through an interview, a really great one at that. It is with Sarah Dawn. And Sarah just was a pleasure to talk to. Super smart woman, just got into the scene of coaching. So she's she's a newbie, although she's killing it. I mean, she has a quarter million followers on TikTok right now. So people are loving what she has to say. And I like to say she's she's like the advocate for men, although she's really trying to help men and women. But I feel like she really understands what men really want. So I say that this is an uncensored convo because we're not really talking about things that would seem very politically correct. I'll be honest with you. On this podcast, I speak freely. I speak uh, my true thoughts, opinions, intentions as much as humanly possible to the point where I don't even know if I'd feel comfortable saying some of this stuff at a party. I mean, I know that sounds crazy. It's like, well, it's, you know, you, you talk in a podcast that speaks to hundreds of thousands of guys, but scared to do it at a party. I'm oh, not scared per se, but it's it's not the most comfortable conversation to have. And I feel like when I'm talking to you guys, my guys who listen to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, I don't know, feels like we, uh, we have a bond here. You understand me a little bit better because you've been listening to a lot of episodes. And if you haven't, what, what the heck are you doing? Keep diving in. And uh, like I say, it's stuff that's not so politically correct. That's why I, I said in the title that it's it's uncensored. By no means, though, do I think any of it is mean or is evil. Of course not. I I want everyone to be happy. I, I'm in this world to to make the world a better place. That's my goal. But I think that there's some bad apples out there. People who are talking about double standards. A lot of that is happening with modern women these days. Is they you know they want a lot of things from guys, but then when guys say what they want, all of a sudden uh, we get canceled for it. It's, it's really terrible. So that's the discussion today. A discussion with, like I said, someone who's an advocate for the truth in terms of what men want, what women want, and, and what's happening today in, in dating and the modern world. God, it's crazy. I think you're really going to enjoy it. It might open your mind a little bit, might get you thinking on a different level. It's not the, the easiest pill to swallow. Some of the things that I'll be saying, some of the things that she'll be saying, but just keep an open mind. That's what I ask of you. We have slots available right now for coaching. If you listened to the last episode and shame on you, if you didn't, you should go right now. I had on one of the trip advice coaches, Eric Leonard, one of the smartest guys I know, one of the best coaches I know. So slots are now available to be working with him alongside me in the trip advice accelerator coaching program we are here to help you and teach you ted which is tension entertainment and dominance the formula for attraction the three things that you need in every interaction for a woman to want to see you again become attracted to become invested in you and become hooked on you we teach you how to do that in the coaching program eric is fully trained in it and We can help you. I don't know what you're doing. Why are you waiting? Why are you not going there right now and applying? Everyone these these days is doing coaching in some aspect. There's coaching on every single level. And uh, now it's available to you for your dating life. And I like to say to guys that this isn't just some casual dating program that gives you a couple tips like like you're going for golf lessons. No, my friend, this is much different than that, much deeper than that. We go into every aspect of your dating life and turn it around and give you the full system on how to meet and attract more women through online and in person. Do not hesitate. Go to coachedbytrip.com. Check that out. Fill it out. I want to hear from you. In the meantime, let's get to my conversation with Sarah. We're going deep. Check it out. Hey, Sarah, what's going on? Good to have you on the podcast. 
Thanks for having me, Trip. I'm really excited to have you on the podcast. I feel like you are like the man cheerleader. You uh, <laughs> respect and love men. You claim, and we'll get into this, that you understand men, which is interesting because you're a woman, right? So it's a, it's a big claim to really say that. Even when I say that I understand women, uh, it's, a, it's a very big claim as well. But it seems to be that the men really like you. I like you as well. I've seen your stuff. That's why you're here on the podcast. And that's why we're chatting. So thank you. Glad you're here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Quite the introduction, huh? Uh, yeah. I hope yeah, I can no, live up it's to that. <laughs> Well, you listen, whether you do it here or on your TikTok, and guys, you should go follow her on TikTok. She's got some great things to say. Um, maybe you can just tell the guys who you are and what you talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So I, I really encourage, you know, just the healthy discussion between masculinity and femininity. And hopefully I try to give men um, incentive to embrace their masculinity and kind of go away from this new age dating advice that you should, you know, kind of change yourself to be with a woman. So I just really want to support, really want to support men in embracing who they are. And then also on the flip side, helping to explain to women, hopefully if they want to listen, you know, they can learn a little bit from me and learn a little bit about all the things that I've learned about men and it will hopefully make their relationship better. I like it. You know what I've discovered recently, or I'll say I, discovered a way to explain something recently is Mm -hmm. that men think that women are men and women think that men are women. Meaning Mm -hmm. each gender thinks that the opposite gender gets attracted in the exact same way. And I think you Mm -hmm. and I know that that is, is very false or although I'll let you uh, respond to that. What do you think? Yeah, I think that there's this kind of new information. I don't know if you're hearing it or feeling it on social media or TikTok or with this generation. Um, I get a lot of heat for thinking that we are different, you know, for thinking that men and women completely come to relationship differently. And, uh, you know, just a perfect example, right? It's crazy. Like, yeah, I, I don't know what happened. I mean, I'm a millennial, 37 years old, you know, dated quite a few. And, and I hear kind of the generation X saying, <laughs> or Z or whatever they're called, I don't know, but they're like, we're all the same. I'm like, absolutely not. So, you know, perfect example, I think, is I think a lot about how I used to act in relationships where I would, I would kind of, I would nonchalantly like criticize a man, right? If I was living with him or my ex-boyfriends or fiance, I would try, kind of get, because I think that that's how they're going to respond to like, oh, housework, or why can't you make the bed? Or why can't you do this? And that's just not how they respond. Like you have to, you have to give them positive reinforcement. And I hate to say it. It's kind of like a dog. Like here, give them, give them like appreciation points every time they do something and it works. But women think like, Oh, let me, let me talk to him. Like how I would respond. And then they get frustrated because it doesn't work. So these are the little nuances. Well, that's interesting. Well, wait, but women don't respond to criticism. So what's the way in which she would, try to respond to a guy that she would want back or that, or in the um, way that she would want. I think women are natural perfectionists. So if you call them out on something or if you, they, they want to be held to a high standard or else they're like, Oh gosh, why, you know, I got to do this or, or else I'm not like the perfect woman. They really want to strive to like be this. Um, they may, it may not be criticism from the guy, but in, in unintentionally they're thinking about it when they go to bed. And that's why women will try hard with men, even though you may not be criticizing them, you might just be giving them non-attention and they will try harder for your attention. Does that make sense? It does. Yes, it does. So interesting. Now, when I said earlier, you're like a cheerleader for men in a way. And, and you said to me before we started this episode that you understand men really well and mm-hmm you feel like you know who they are and what they want. I want to hear you talk about that. What do you think men want? And, and also after, or maybe, or maybe before you say that, I'm curious how you learn that. Yeah, for sure. Men really appreciate calm, tranquility, peace, somebody to have fun with someone who is going to, you know, bring them a feminine energy 
who, who brings out the best in them, they're really not that complicated. I think we make it a little bit more complicated. They want to be seen. They want to be heard. And the reason why I know this is I was engaged and went through a pretty tumultuous breakup, like six days before the wedding. It was like a big, big fight. You know, family was involved. Wow. And I just, I realized that I didn't really know what I was getting into. And I didn't take the time to really understand how to talk to them. And I was emasculating them like at every turn, but didn't know the little things that I was doing, you know, potentially like arguing with them in public or putting them down in front of their friends or telling them that they couldn't, you know, I didn't, I don't want you to go do this because, you know, we have something to do, you know, versus letting them be free and letting them, because a man who is free will come back to you, you know, tenfold versus if he feels trapped. So I feel like I, I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on what they need as far as just appreciation and respect. And I grew up with four brothers, so that helped. I got locker room talk, a lot of locker room, and I still what, get locker what, room talk. What, like, let's. I want to dive into that. Like, just be real. Like, what are some of the mm-hmm. the non PC things that you're <laughs> hearing that guys are saying what they want, and you can. I can talk freely. This is an explicit podcast, okay. so you can okay. talk freely, yes. Oh, you for can. sure. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I think sex is a huge part of a relationship, but I also think men view it as, you know, it's a, like the closest bond that you can have with someone. It's not just, I just want you because you have a the JJ. Like, that's not really it. Like, as I think a man wants to feel just as close to a woman as a woman does to a man, then the relationship gets in the way. <laughs> like, like then we start like losing, you know, the chemicals die out, people's behaviors start coming in, people's childhood traumas start coming in. And then all of a sudden it's like a year and a half, you hate each other and you're like, wait a minute, what just, ha- what just happened? So we got to just take a minute to like time out and, and realize that one, we are so different in what we need, you know, but men, I think men, men are really simple. Like if you just appreciate them, give them respect, give them some like direction and be direct. Like women are just tiptoeing around everything all the time. And like they, they want to women give this, I don't know, just an answer. That's like, uh, thinks that, that a man is not going to get his feelings hurt, but they don't want that. Men want direct communication and they want women to be honest with them. In a very except when it comes to except when it comes to nagging, exactly that's it. I mean, there's certain things where you can and you can and and, and harsh criticism and harsh criticism. But I have a theory on that too, as far as nagging goes. I don't know. What's I think that? men just men just want. I think men really appreciate intimacy and like variety. I mean, I'm here. I'm talking to my brothers here now. Like they want spice of life in their relationships. Um, and when they don't get it, they feel rejected as far as nagging goes. Yeah. It hurts their self-esteem. Yeah, it does hurt their self-esteem a lot. As far as nagging goes, I think that men don't care about the trash. They don't care about the dishwasher. They don't care about these like little meaningless tasks. I think they do care about what it means to you in your life. So for example, if the house feels out of control because there's a bunch of shit everywhere, then it's the conversation of how I feel if the house is this way. It's not, can you pick this up? Can you pick that up? They'll forget about it in a second. But they want, if a man truly cares for you, he wants to make you happy. So if making the bed is something that makes you feel more in control or makes you feel like you're going to be more productive during the day, that's the angle that you take. What do you think? How does your wife, you just got married. You tell me, how does your wife come to you? with effective communication? Well, I mean, first of all, I feel like, and we're by no means perfect, but I, we have worked on the roles mm-hmm. so as to prevent any sort of uh, contempt or feelings of resentment. So that means that she has her roles and I have my roles and we've accepted them. And we have communicated that this is how we, unless we have another conversation about it, this is how it's going to be. And I'm going to be doing the role for, uh, to be more specific of the money. 
So I'm the person who's bringing in the money and running the household finances. Mm -hmm. And she's going to be doing some of the uh, more typical feminine roles in the relationship. Cooking, cleaning, organizing the house, setting up things for us socially once in a while. So we have decided on those roles. That is something that I presented to her. And I said uh, a while ago, several years ago, Mm -hmm. I said, this is something that I want. What do you think about this? This is what I'm looking for, is what I said. This is the kind of relationship and, and marriage that I want. I said, I'll take care of this. You take care of that. And that way, there's, like I said, no resentment in the future. So there's only one thing that I do that she's just like, can you do one favor? Can you just always take out the trash? I said, fine, Mm. I'll do that one. Mm -hmm. That's fine. She just doesn't want to do that. Okay. That's the only thing that I have. But other than that, um, yeah, I don't, I don't do any of those things. And the sole purpose is, and this is just, this is how I want to live. I'm not really pushing this for other guys. This is what I found works is I just want to be so solely focused on my mission and purpose, which I have been for many years before I met her. And that's what I want to keep on doing. And I want to be in a partnership where someone can support that and also do the other things that need to be done so we can have a great life so I can continue to focus on this. Mm -hmm. And that's what we get to do. I get to work on this all the time. And And of course, what does that do? That makes it so then we have, well, more money coming in and we have the lifestyle that we want to live. And I give her the lifestyle that she wants to live. So Mm -hmm. it's equal. Everyone's happy. Everyone's doing their fair share and everyone's adding and contributing. And there's no blurred lines. It's been fantastic. And I I I think it works really well. Yeah. I think some people would feel comfortable with that and some people wouldn't, right? I think that's more traditional roles right masculine and feminine feminine and i think that that's why it's so important to have these discussions in the early stages of dating because if that's not going to work yeah, for well, you, you have to. why why would you waste your time but i love that that's beautiful yeah yeah no it's really synergistic it is mm-hmm. and it works really well and you're right i mean it won't work for everyone because they're a lot of people, uh, it's different. And a lot of women these days, modern women, they have their own goals and their passions and and they're trying to climb the corporate ladder, so to speak. So they might be really into that. And so a relationship like that might not work for them because they mm-hmm. don't want to give that up. So that's just, I that's would just outsource. how it is. And I talk to guys all the time who don't want that. Yeah, I mean, I would just outsource. I would just get like, hey, you know, instead of me cleaning, I'm going to have a housekeeper. <laughs> like, there's just there's just certain yeah. things that if sure. you want, you know, if I if I'm working and if we can't, if I don't have the time to clean all day, or it takes a lot to run a household. It's a full time job. So I think it is. Again, and if you got two people working, you can hire help to do all that. But then it comes down to kids, mm-hmm. and then it's about who wants to raise the kids. And, you know, again, there's lots of different ways to do it. I personally would not like to have my wife work full time. I work full time. And then we have a nanny watch our kids all day. I just personally Mm -hmm. would not like that. And also to me, I feel like, well, we're having kids. So don't we want to go through the process of raising them? Isn't that one of the points of of having kids? So what's our goal here? Is our goal for both of us to be really big in, I don't know, either the corporate world or building a business or entrepreneurship? Or are Mm -hmm. we trying to build a family? Hey, some people do it all. And I have a lot of friends that that have that and do it all. And then I have other friends who who have my setup as well. Um, Mm -hmm. I would rather that my wife is, is with the kids for a lot of the day instead of hiring help. Now, that doesn't mean that in the future that we might not have help once in a while to -hmm. help out with things because doing kids, running the household and running a business, even for two people, that's still a lot. But Mm -hmm. uh, what about you? What what do you want ultimately? Well, I mean, obviously it's a different conversation for a woman because I'm 37 and there's just a different time clock. I do not want to Mm -hmm. 
I do not want to put the cart before the horse. I think uh, people get in trouble with that where women will get into relationships that are not necessarily the best fit because they want to have children. That's not a path that I want to go down. So, you know, I date very intentionally at this point in my life. I don't, I don't play a lot of games. I don't waste a lot of time uh, with people that, that I don't see a future with. I would happily give up my job to raise a family. I don't want to give up my passions. So giving up my passion would be tough. Something like this that I'm doing. Um, I'm also a musician. I, I do a lot of gigs on my off time. I was a classically trained opera singer. So there's just certain cool. things, right? But you can't have everything. You can't have, there's certain sacrifices, just like when you're in a relationship with anyone, you know, you, you can't act like you're single. Certain things that you have to sacrifice if you want to have kids, there's certain things that you have to sacrifice. And that, again, that's a conversation that, that you have to have. But I grew up with um, a single mom. My dad passed away. When I was young, so I see the benefit of having stability in a home and financially. If someone came to me and I was dating him and he said this is the life and and he financially could provide that for me, I would have no problem. I would have no problem saying okay, bye corporate America because you you only get so much fulfillment out of that. You only get so much at the end wow, of the day by that's sending. That's a good way of putting it. By sending 40 emails and doing a PowerPoint presentation, I'm like, okay, like what's next? What else? Um, but it yeah. took me a while to get here. And I think the message, unfortunately, that we're sending to young women, this is another part. This is, I don't talk about this on my platform, but the message that we're sending to young women is that it's not okay to be a mom anymore. It's not okay to have traditional feminine roles. It's not okay to be, right. you know, we've, I don't want to demonize that we have demonized it and, and called it, you know, feminism over here, toxic masculinity over here. It's like, uh, what if it's just male and female, you know, old school values working together to create a home and a family structure and a unit. And like, why, why are we making it so polar? But everything is, is polarized right now. You can't be moderate anymore. You're either, you're either a no. Trumper or you're a, a go Brandon. Like <laughs> There's like, who's the, right. where's the middle ground? Right. Um, and that's just kind of sad. Like there's no gray anymore. It is. It's, it's terrible. And, and I'll say this, I feel bad for women these days because they get a lot of mixed messages and they need to be everything. According to society, they need to be a girl boss. They mm -hmm. need to be a soccer mom or an amazing mom and they need to be a, a good partner. They need to be at all. And I think that a lot of those things contradict themselves. I don't think that you can be all of those at once. I don't think that that's possible. And I think that any woman who's trying to do that all is probably really, really stressed out. So even if she's oh. succeeding in all those areas, I bet you that she's not, she does not love her life. No, I would, I would 100% agree with you. And then, and I was that, that all my twenties, right. I was, I thought, because my mother told me, you know, to not necessarily rely on anyone, right? When she, she lost my dad, it came from a really good place. And I have a, I have a video on there on my TikTok, you know, where I talk about these things, but my mother had a really good message for me. It came from a good place. You know, don't rely on a man. Don't depend on a man. Go ahead and you know, be independent and be financially stable. So that's what I did. I really, and, and, but subliminally you're sending out this message to men that you're not needed. I don't need you. I don't need you for this. I don't need you for that. And men inherently want to feel as though they, they there's a role that they want to play in your life. And I think that women are subconsciously putting this message out and we don't even know that we're doing it. So like, we have to, we have to like acknowledge that if you want, oh, it's complicated. You want a masculine man, then you have to let him be a leader. Like if you want, if you don't want the simp, if you're not attracted to the beta, well, sorry, sis, you can't have, you can't be the boss bitch. And then like, let a man come in and want to lead with you. It just, it just doesn't work. And it took me a long exactly. time to get there. It took me many years to get there, but women are finding out as they get divorced. When I talk to women my age, they're, they're, they're talking a different story. You talk to women in their twenties. Yeah. 
They're not quite there yet. They'll, they'll find out, though. I know. Well, <laughs> they'll find out. Exactly. And it's mm-hmm. it's sad, dude, too, because it's like, why are we demonizing women don't need men? It's like, women do need men. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. No. And, you know, and, it's, and, like, it's like, yeah, you're, you're, you're pregnant. You need help. You need the man around to help. And yeah, what's mm-hmm. wrong with the man being around to help and lead? It just right. doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. A lot of these messages have just, have gone, uh, have just been misinterpreted as well. And just, that's why it's gone to such extremes. Uh, but you were going to say something? You know, I think we also demonize, we should want to have sex with our partners. We should want, like women should, I don't know what happens, right? Where, where women get into relationships and then something happens, right? I hear this all the time from men. We don't have sex anymore. It's been three months. It's been six months. And I'm like, wait, why is that happening? If, if a woman, again, I think that we're getting the message too that like, oh, our husbands or our boyfriends are just like sex crazed, you know, just, they just want us all the time. And they're just, if they don't, if we don't give it to them, then we resent them. And there's all these things that get tangled up with sex, like a quid pro quo kind of a thing. But for me, I, I enjoy the act like it's the closest bond that I'm going to feel to my partner and like I I'm like I don't know maybe because I'm in my 30s like there is kind of a thing the rumor is true like I'm like I want to feel close to my partner I want to have a lot of intimacy with them and I don't I don't know why we're also kind of demonizing men to think that they're just like some sexed crazed gorillas going around humping everything that they can it's like no this is this is a part of a relationship that's t- I just went off right. on a tangent. I don't know. I'm just no. That's inviting. okay. That's okay. <laughs> I, I'm curious. What do you think? And you posted about this uh, sort of recently. Mm. What do you think are some of the modern dating double standards? <laughs> oh, I love those. I post about them all the time. I mean, this whole men having to be a certain height, men having to make a certain amount of money. I mean. God forbid if you are under five nine or five eight. I mean, I don't even know the standards. Like the last time Bumble uh, uh, released, I think I think it's six feet right now. <laughs> We're up to Bumble, six feet. I think I think Bumble, next year it might be six one. Bumble released their preferences and it was like six six, and I was laughing. I like sent it out to all my friends. I'm like six six. What? Are, who are these women? Like they want fast NBA basketball players? Like okay, good luck. I think it's, it's so sad. I mean, if you're not, if you, you know, men are expected to pay for the date, but then not expected to get sex, but then not, it's like, wait a minute, what is happening with all of this? They let me be the boss bitch, but then the man has to go and make as much money as possible. So it's very confusing the message that they're sending Mm -hmm. to, to men. I, I don't think that men really know what to do anymore <laughs> I, t- I think they're kind that's of that's where like, my podcast comes in <laughs> okay well open my door for me i'm, I'm, do- very I'm much. doing my best <laughs> yeah open my door a, a woman who who is a feminine woman like open my door you know tell me that i'm beautiful tell me the things that i want to hear you know don't don't be afraid to to show that like you're the man who walks on the other side of the street. I love that when I'm walking with a man and he, you know, moves me over to the other side because he's looking at ongoing traffic. Like those are the, some of the double standards is, is we're just, we're just kind of emasculating you guys by every, with every day. Yeah. I'm giving you. And, and I'll, and I'll, I'll add to this. Exactly. Um, and, and I'll say that we get a lot of shit when we're we can't be honest with what we want and if we mm-hmm. are yep it's like it's like a very cancel culture vibe where it's like if we mm-hmm. say what we want we're misogynists or we're terrible people so for example like a woman double standard a modern woman might say um i want six feet i want him to make over six figures six figures i want him him to have if you if you get real real deep with, with, with the woman and, and, you know, in private, she'll probably say, Oh, he should at least have uh, a, a six inch or nice sized penis. Mm-hmm. Right. You won't hear that too much on social media, but when you really ask, you'll find that out. 
And can then, you imagine if a man said, I then, want a tight for JJ? Can you imagine if a man said that? Like if. Dreamed. <laughs> canceled. You are can't. I'm sorry. I just, it made me think about that. Cause I was like, you will. You well, will you know, you'll, you'll hear from women will be like, well, well, all vaginas are different. It's like, well, all penises are different. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, a, it's the same thing. Or like, you know, if, if, a, if a guy, God forbid, says, it's, it's so funny. I'm, like, even I'm uncomfortable saying it right now, right here. <laughs> that's, how, that's how trained I am by society. But I'll say it. It's like, yeah, we don't want women who are fat. We don't want women mm-hmm. who are masculine. We don't want women who, who have slept with a lot of guys. These are things that are just inherently and naturally unattractive to us. So if a woman wants to say those things, that's fine. If she wants six feet, six inches, six figures, okay, all that's fine. But then why can't we say what we want? Or if we say that, you know, God forbid we say um, we don't want her to be with a lot of partners. It's all, this, all of a sudden you'll get, well, sex is natural. You're saying you don't want women to have sex. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're just saying what we're attracted to. Yeah, that's all we're saying. You know, it's like, I think it goes as far as like women feeling that they're going to be controlled. It's like, listen, all the women can do whatever they want and all the men can Mm. do whatever they want. But there's the bottom line of what men and women are attracted to. Funny thing is, too, is I feel like women might say six inches, six figures and six feet, but they'll end up they can be attracted to a man. And that's what I preach here on the podcast who doesn't have all those things. Mm-hmm. So they say they want that, but if they're with a guy who's super confident, five ten, makes a decent salary is very masculine, very, very dominant. That will actually attract her. It's just when you're doing online dating, it's so easy to filter. So they don't end up trying to get with those guys because they just go for the best because they have so much choice. And let me continue this rant real quick because this is going to be interesting. One piece of advice I've been starting to give guys, I'm curious your thoughts on this, is I'm telling them to add some inches to their profile. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, I mean, there's a a line, right? If you're 5'5", you say you're 6 feet, that's just going to blow up in your face. That's not going to work. But you know what? Add an inch or two. So I'm saying that to the guys right now. If you're finding you're not getting the results you want, add an inch or two. Because it's going to open up the opportunities. And once she's in person with you, she's not going to really notice. And I've been thinking about putting this on uh, Instagram and TikTok and all that. And I'll be honest with you. I'm like not ready for the lashback because I know that if I say that, yeah, you know, oh man, like, probably men and women are like, are just going to ream me for it because it's like, that's lying. And I have the best comeback in the world. Do you know what I'm going to say? No, but I have a really when good a, story Think about this. it. When a woman says that. Okay. About, oh, oh, make oh, up and push, bo- make up body, and push up. Body bras. weight. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was about to say body weight. Like women lie about their weight all the time. I mean, nobody's ever showing or up that. and questioning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just their, their face. And listen, again, it's fine. I'm not saying for women not to wear makeup, but there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Makeup is great. Makes women look very pretty. Mm-hmm. But that's not her face. It's not right. her face. So I, I, I could see the comebacks in of like, that's lying. It's like, well, makeup is lying. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the way that, and, and face tuning and, and Photoshop and all that's lies too. So what's better? I don't know. I think it's everyone's just trying to get a leg up. That's why you put on makeup so you can attract more guys. That's why you might put a couple more inches so you can have opportunities to attract more women. Yeah. So, so I have a really, while you're talking, I just was laughing in my head because I went out with uh, a very lovely guy. We dated for a year. He was wonderful, handsome, just met him on Bumble great guy showed up. We had a four hour date. Like he said, I think he was like five ten. And I'm five six, so I didn't like. I mean, again, I didn't notice. I didn't care. So about you. six months, about six months into dating, <laughs> like I found his i his government issued ID on. I think he left it on the, I don't know, the mantle, and it said five eight. And I just giggled. I just like laughed because I was like, oh, he lied about his. Like that's so sweet. He lied. But I didn't care because he was so confident. He was so handsome. He showed up. I mean, 
We had an amazing time. And and I don't care about height anyway. Like I'm I'm five six. I got if I'm if I'm a Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman, like I could care less. Because I again a little bit of maturity, a little bit of wisdom. You know, women can well, they wise up after they've dated a few jerks who are six two and realize that that's not he's leaving you crying every night at six two. You know, what's worth it's not worth it. And um preach, this guy preach. treated me I like yeah, this guy treated me like a gem and I could I could have cared less when I saw his height. I literally just kind of giggled and I thought that is so sweet, you know? So yeah, go no, for I, it. Tell, I, tell them. I think it's great advice. Cause guess here we he did. got me just and we did. dated for a year. Yeah. Yeah. No, listen, good for you. I feel like, you know, women who get into their thirties, some of them start to realize it like yourself. It's like, Oh, maybe I don't need all those things. And then some women don't, and those women are fucked. Not literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're just in a, they're just going to be in a bad place because a lot of women, and I think that you're trying to help this as well with your TikTok and your message. They're at the point where they are so entitled and they think that they deserve like the 0.00001% of men. And those men don't want those women Mm-hmm. You know, the point zero 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 one percent of men is not going to go for the 35 year old. He's going to go for the younger girl. And we're talking about mm-hmm. like, you know, again, this is like this isn't real life. Right. Real life is like the average person and right. they won't settle for that. They'd rather be single. And it's yeah. really it's really sad for it's, it's sad for everyone. It's sad for them because they're not going to find someone. Then they're not going to be happy. And then it's sad for all the guys out there that are like. I'm a great dude. And by the way, I'm happy to be with you. You're I'm happy with a 35 year old, but they're not 0.0001% of men. So. And I think we're giving women the wrong message too. I mean, my mother, look, I was raised Catholic. I was always kind of raised with this. You value sex. You don't just give it away. You don't just give your body away. You don't. So when you talk about body count, I'm not quite sure when we like where that changed because my mom was very big on you protecting, you know, not only your, your sexual health, but your mental health. Women attach to men differently when there's intimacy involved. So I think that we are giving, again, this is not going to go popular. And and I just, I got banned from TikTok for about a day. I don't know if you know, but I did get banned because of, Whoa, of didn't, I did not know that I did. So when you say like cancel culture, I mean that my friends have gotten banned. We're all a kind of a tight group. Emily, myself, Lauren, Dadvocate, Matt Chuli, you know, a lot of people that speak up against kind of this feminism movement. It's, it's not going very well. <laughs> so now I've had to kind of shift and be a little bit more PC, but getting back to giving women this idea that your sexuality and, 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 and freedom and embracing your girl bossness means that you get to sleep with anybody you want to, that's fine. But realize that there's consequences to that. Realize emotionally yes. you're going to you're going to get yes. attached to the wrong people. You're going to wind up alone in your thirties going, What happened? Where are all the good guys? Well, you slept with all the assholes. And now you're tainted and you're bitter and you're not going to give a good guy (laughs) the opportunity to show you that they're good. So it's like this sick cycle that we're teaching our women that, yeah, go ahead, sleep with all the football team. What in my day, what we used to call that was a slut. Now we call her Cardi B. (laughs) Now we're like, yeah, girl, you're amazing. You do your thing. Like you embrace your sexuality. I think it's, I, I, I think it's nonsense. Yeah, it's absolutely. So what I think you're saying here is when it comes to having sex, men and women are different. And and yep. by the way, you didn't mention one thing is that don't forget the risk for women. They can get pregnant. So 100 percent. Look at the odds. The more men you have sex with, the more opportunities you have to get pregnant. Now, you might be on birth control. So that helps. Mm-hmm. But not everyone's on birth control, are they? So mm-hmm. um you know, that's just another added risk. So it's different and you're right. And I don't, and I, I, this is just a hypothesis. 
I don't really have much data on this, at least ones that I can I can source, but it's kind of based off what you said. I think when a woman has sex with a man and a man has sex with a woman, not even speaking of what society thinks, it just I don't think a woman naturally feels good about that. Like I don't think that like, mm-hmm. her body likes to take in all of those different men. It's like her it's like she's not wired that way. It's just not I don't I can't imagine it's going to make her feel that good you know it's like uh, it's, no i'm kind of speaking more from like a biological standpoint it's just not natural it's not natural for her to be doing that and so it can just be mentally unhealthy for her and related to that is what you said and, and this is based in science the fact that women become more attached to a man mm-hmm. and oxytocin is a real thing the chemical that makes you attached to someone and that gets released when two people have sex and women get really attached to a man as they do because, well, they want him to stick around to help raise the child. So mm-hmm. it can be a lot more dangerous for women in that sense. So it is better for her. And also, it's funny, I was just talking to a friend uh, like last year about this. And I can't forget this conversation. And we were having this debate about this. And he was like, well, we need to you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, but, you know, women are seen as as slutty if they're sleeping with a lot of men. And he goes, yeah, but we need to change that. He's like, we need to evolve past that. And I'm like, all right, well, good luck with that fairy tale because mm-hmm. that's just not going to happen. Right. It's no. like no matter what you do, men inherently are not going to be turned on by a woman who's been with 100 guys. No. And I think it's, again, this is this new age thinking. I think it's foolish that we don't, this is evolution. Like we go back to, you know, 500 years ago, men were designed to spread the population, to populate. You know, women have, again, if you read any type of book that hunter gatherer, like we are, we're just not designed that way. And I think if anybody were to argue that point as far as how, how men fall in love, they don't fall in love through sex. You guys don't. And, and women do. <laughs> and if you dispel that idea, you're just headed for, you're just headed for a lot of emotional turmoil and you see it. You see women who you they totally then see it. turn at you all and make you the enemy. But I'm like, sis, was he really the enemy or was he just being a guy and you gave him the opportunity? Women will always be the gatekeeper right. to, to the locket. <laughs> they will always be the ones that can say yes or no. And if you exercise that right. choice, you know, I just think it's a, it's a wiser choice. Yeah. Totally. I, I don't know. I, even like anecdotally, like it, you talk to guys, you talk to women, it's like, how many guys have I talked to and even myself have experienced where it's like, yeah, we can totally separate that. Like, yeah, we can just have a one night Mm -hmm. stand or we can have a girl that we're literally just interested in sleeping with and nothing more. And I'm not saying that that's not possible for a woman. It definitely is. But a lot of women don't, they don't want to do that. And this has nothing to do with societal standards or how they're being judged. Yes, that's part of it. But let's just say, if even if we were to remove that hypothetically, they still wouldn't want to do, they wouldn't want, they wouldn't crave that. Just being mm-hmm. with a lot of guys and they, they don't like the variety as much as men. I think we've hammered in this point. But yeah, I think that also just connects back to what we were saying earlier is men are just uh, shamed for desiring a woman who is not uh, as promiscuous and I don't, I don't know what's wrong with that, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think that's why the content I'm creating is becoming, you know, stuff like you and I talk about it's, it's getting traction because people are kind of tired. They're kind of tired of pushing down the fact that we are different. The fact that, you know, I mean, I think feminism has destroyed the fabric of the family. (laughs) Like personally, but I think there's a couple of people, you know, you have voices such as Candace Owen or Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson, who are speaking up against it and saying, no, we need to, we need to go back where we've gone too far to one side and mm-hmm. we've lost, we, we've kind of lost, like you said in the beginning of the podcast, what our roles are because roles have also become demonized 
And we need to, we need to have a conversation about that and really look at how we can go back because I don't see this going well for the next 20, 30, 40 years, not only for the economy, not only for society, not for, for children, women raising. I was raised by a single mom. If you ask her, Sarah, if I, she says all the time, if, if I could have your dad back, I would. You don't want to raise kids by yourself. So why would you, why would no. you sign up for that? No. Yeah. And I think we need to go back uh, to family it, values. It's, it's been, we might get canceled, but. Yeah. That's okay. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I also, I think that the pendulum does swing and I think that there's more conversations like this being had across social media, like you said earlier. And because of that, I do think things are uh, men are starting to open up. And then there's women such as yourselves who are kind of seeing it also for what it is. And I think it's going to take some time. But I'm hoping at least in the next 10 years that these conversations do have a drastic effect. And, and which in turn, by the way, makes everyone happier. Because I'm not a woman hater by any means. If I was, I wouldn't be teaching guys how to meet women, right? So I I want everyone to live their best lives and and be happy. But it just it's going to have to take a lot of honest conversations to to get to that point. And you know, on my end, I see a lot of guys. Maybe you see this too, uh, who are just becoming more and more jaded by everything and and just exhausted by the dating process and trying to meet mm-hmm. women just because of of where we're at with with feminism you know it's it's gone to a point where uh, well, listen feminism as it started was a wonderful thing you know mm-hmm. let's let's get men and women on an equal platform so everyone can have uh, a vote and everyone can own property and and do all the things so everyone has the freedom of of choice to do all mm-hmm. the things that they want to do. Fantastic. But then it got to this point where it started to become more about men are the enemy. And mm-hmm. uh, just just terrible. Just terrible. And from my point of view, I want men to know that there are still women out there like myself. You know, like I, I follow Courtney Ryan. You know, like women who, who, who do want femininity and who are okay with their men being masculine. That's my... That's what I want them to see is like they have some hope. They have some hope that there are women out there that are like us. I think that's why they yeah, identify absolutely. with me as well. You know, they, they, they call me all the time. Yeah. They DM me all the time asking me, you know, how do I clone you? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a breath of fresh air. Yeah. And and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here just to to talk about this, but also I think my purpose of having you on here was just to show guys that there are women like you out there who love men, who mm-hmm. think that they're amazing and that are totally on men's sides, mm-hmm. on, on the men's side. And I think that's important for them to know because it's important for me to know too. When I, when I saw your TikTok, immediately I was like, got to have her on the podcast. Mm. right away it's like okay i want to talk to her i want to talk i like talking to women who are standing up and and saying this stuff for men it's fantastic it's helpful i appreciate when guys dm me and tell me that they appreciate me but what really kind of makes me smile at the end of the day is when a woman in my comment in the comments says you know you're actually really helping me understand men I have a, a woman that's been following me for a couple of years um, in different platforms. This is I'm new to TikTok, but she and I used to hate each other on Twitter, and she and I used to get into it just as somebody who's been kind of watching me. And now she's like, "Holy crap! I've really learned a lot from you over the over the the while." And so it's just really gratifying when a woman says to me, like you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. You've really helped yeah. me because then, then I'm like, invite me to your wedding. I'm glad, you know, cause it took a woman coming to me. <laughs> it took a woman coming to me saying, Sarah, you could potentially be, you know, turning princes into frogs and you could potentially be the one that, you know, you're the common denominator in your failed relationships. Right. So it's like, until you take that responsibility and until you look at yourself, and say, what am I doing to contribute to this? 
you're really not going to get any healing. So it takes a strong woman to say, okay, let me take a time out and, and ask other women for advice. And I love that. It makes it's, it's maybe like 5%, but I'll take it. I'll take the 5%. Hey, I feel you. I, I like when I see it too. Uh, I've seen it in your comments. I've seen it in uh, Empress Collective. Do you know who mm-hmm. that is? She's been on my podcast Alex- as well. Alexi or Alexa? Um, Alexi, yeah. Yeah. And it's great yeah. to see the women who are like, yeah, that, yeah, that's, that, you know, I do love men. These are the things I do love about that. And, and it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's really fantastic. So, well, this has been great. This has been a great conversation and it's hopefully been eye opening for some of the people who are listening. I'm sure for some people it's been a little uncomfortable because it's, it's uh, a, not something that I talk about all the time in the podcast as much. Uh, but B, it might be some new new topics that maybe you haven't really thought about and you should think about it. And you should be thinking about all the things that that you want as a guy and what it truly means for you to be attracted to a woman. And I think that's important. So as a guy, you don't settle. That's that's another mm-hmm. kind of thing is I feel like guys might just settle for uh, any any woman that comes their way because they think they have to be molded into I don't know what uh, feminism or society thinks that they should be. And then they end up just kind of settling for whatever that they can get when they're not really tapping into their, their true self. So, yeah, I mean, I just think, look, settling doesn't do anything for anybody and it leaves you feeling really five years from now, you know, it might be good in the beginning, but five years from now, somebody continues to emasculate you and make you feel it takes away your leadership and it, it's just don't fall for the sex guys. <laughs> like don't fall for certain things, right. That of the flesh, like really pay attention to what those women's values are. That's what, that's, what's going to sustain you in a long relationship. Just like I'm sure you did with your wife, you know, you really looked at what her core values were and now you're happily married. So stick with that and know that there's women yeah. out there that really do appreciate yeah really do appreciate masculinity and appreciate everything that you're doing for us. We need you. Cool. Cool. Thank you so much. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on here. Where can guys find you? Yeah, they can find me on TikTok. I just started um, Instagram as well. So that's growing. I also am on YouTube. I'm just kind of starting the social media journey. This is very new for me, but TikTok is the main platform. And then, Instagram, you can DM me and we can have conversations. Cool. Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks for being on here. And I look forward to seeing where it takes you and and seeing your journey on TikTok and Instagram and social as well. So it'll be fun to uh, see what happens with you. Thanks for coming on and being here to have a real conversation. I appreciate it. Thanks, Trev. I'll see you on social.